What up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Brian here again with another episode of Supreme Being. I got my my calisthenics trainer here, Boss, who we're going to introduce here in a second. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, we're continuing the interview series. You guys have requested this for a long time. I've done about eight, nine, ten interviews at this point. I mentioned to everybody that I eventually wanted to take advantage of our in-person studio here in Miami and start bringing people in person because the in-person interviews, in my opinion, you'll get more out of them. The conversations are more fun, and they'll be a lot more dynamic, in my opinion. So, Boss, what's up, bro? What's up, man? My first time on a podcast, so Hell yeah. good though. The first of many, bro. The first yes, of many. First so of many. Uh, obviously, bro, like you, he got acquainted with all my people very quickly because if you remember, I invited you to my coaching event, yes, yes, right? Yes, I remember it. South now, Beach. were you surprised at how many people already knew you by the time you showed up? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Yo, Paz, that's you." I'm like, wow, they everyone saw me from your stories. Yeah, yeah. So much um, videos that we posted. Yeah, so progress. again, if, if you guys follow me on Instagram, YouTube, whatever you've been seeing him, he shares my stuff. I'll take a video. I'll tag him. Um, and we've been training together for about a year and a half now, maybe a little bit more, actually. And I wanted to bring him on and interview him because he's got a cool story. Um, he's very dedicated with what he does. He's very good at what he does. And I think it would be definitely an interesting conversation. So, bro, for the people who don't know, uh, give him like a short introduction about you and kind of where you're from and all that stuff. Okay, so um, I'm Brian. I go by Paz. And I've been doing calisthenics for about seven, eight years. Um, I was born in New York, but I lived in Miami for about 15, 16 years. And um, yeah, me and Brian have been training for about a year, year and a half. Brian has made a lot of progress. He's very dedicated. And um, I really appreciate him for having me on this podcast. And yeah. That's dope, man. Uh, so there's, there's so many ways I can go with it, right? Was calisthenics always an interest or did you suddenly kind of shift into it magically eight years ago like how, how did that process even start so i've always been into fitness and staying active like i was uh, skateboarding um i always played sports with my friends whether it was basketball football we would play manhunt run a lot so i was always active my whole life um skateboarding was like my, my first legit passion where i would nice. actually like be dedicated to doing something yeah and then i found calisthenics through one of my friends that was in the navy i saw him one day doing push-ups and pull-ups and I asked him what he was doing, and he told me he was picking up a handful of rocks, throwing them on the floor, and each rock, man, 25 push-ups and 10 pull-ups. So I was just like, oh, let me try it. And it was tough. I couldn't really do, <laughs> I couldn't really do too many reps, so yeah. I just kept doing it daily, and eventually I, it never stopped. I started lifting weights, started doing everything all around. Wow. That's interesting. So there you go. There's an exercise for some of you who want to get in shape. Just grab some rocks and throw them down. <laughs> 25 push-ups, 10 pull-ups. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. So uh, from the get-go, right, you start with that. Um, was it right away you, you kind of, uh, like you said, sparked a passion for it and you wanted to do all the advanced moves? Or was it like, how, what did that process look like in regards to just being dedicated so much to like actually calisthenics and a lot of the moves? So I've always been like stubborn. If I can't really do something i always want to keep trying and doing it until i feel like i'm good enough and i guess it's a never-ending journey so i couldn't do much pull-ups and it got me a little like mad so i wanted to keep <laughs> getting stronger and stronger and then eventually i found out that there were more to yeah, it yeah. than just pull-ups and push-ups and regular squats and bench pressing like you could do pistol squats and you could do yeah. handstands you could do muscle-ups yeah you know so many things with your body and i didn't know until I came across a few videos on YouTube, and uh, I just wanted to replicate all that stuff and get stronger. That's awesome, bro. Um, so, uh, 
I know also, and I don't know if this is your main thing or if it's a side thing, you also do video editing and, and you, yes, you work yes. a lot with social media in the background. Were you always doing that or did that, again, suddenly pop up because you just wanted to do it? Like, how did that, how did that occur as well? So I got into that because, um, as you know, I worked with NX, which yeah. is also a calisthenics um, team. Um, we used to do YouTube videos and I started with them helping them with editing and also being a model and an athlete for the team. And from there, I just kept getting better. And so now I realize you can make money off of it. And I started doing that on the side as well. But my number one passion will always be fitness, calisthenics always. That's awesome, bro. And, you know, obviously, if you guys go to his Instagram, you see it's like and this is one of the, the, the things that I drill into people. Like it's a lifestyle, right? Like every time you, you go on your story, like me and him can work out and then I'll watch his story and later that night, like at midnight, he's fucking doing Hephaestos, right? And like all this stuff. And the next morning at 7 a.m., he's like, good morning, this is my breakfast and he'll do like some <laughs> front lever. So like when, when he says passion and all that, I mean, that's really what you mean, right? Like when yeah. you start doing it, it's on your mind. You're around it all the time. Like he'll, he, like we worked out this morning right before this podcast, literally like an hour or two before the podcast. And he comes in, and this is normal. Oh, you know, I need to rest today. And then as soon as I start working out, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to start. Like, let me get some dumbbells because you get into it and you like it so much, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's a thing yeah. that you would agree, right? That, like, you think about it all the time. You want to be around it all the time. We talk about it. You're always thinking about, like, oh, man, like, I can add this lift and it'll make yeah. my planche better. Exactly. So your mind's, like, always obsessing about it, right? It's a, it's a life. It's a part of life. You yeah. can't really live without it. Like, when I see you training... And then I, as well as when I see your progress, I'm like, wow, it motivates me and I want to train as well. And then when we're at the gym, it's like, I can't just stay still. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever, I'm going to try a few reps and then eventually it becomes a workout. And that's what is great about it. It's like, it just makes you feel good. Now, I've been talking about that thing with people, bro, like, like that, that X factor, that thing, whatever you want to call it. Do you think you can teach that or do you think the person has to like make a decision to say, now, fuck it, I want to dedicate myself to this? Oh, uh, that's tough. I mean, I think it could be contagious. Yeah. Like, if you see people around you that are so motivated and you stick with them, it's going to stick to you. You're going right. to want to be like, okay, I can't slack because everyone's doing it and I'm going to look like a little pussy because yeah, yeah. I'm just not doing anything. That's why I'm at the gym and I'm like, damn, everyone's around me is working out. I can't just watch you work out. Yeah. Like, I got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and I asked that, bro, because I think, um, you know, some people think something magical is going to happen for them to suddenly be like oh man because i tell people it's really that's a mentality right yeah. like it doesn't mean that you're naturally the most gifted or talented or and all that it's just you had the hunger and desire to yeah. be like okay you know what today i can do one pull up i want to get to 100 yeah and then sticking along yeah. with that journey right because like one thing that that i bring up too is you're gonna get frustrated bro like how many times do you hear me cuss yes. and yell and fucking throw the parallettes yeah yeah, that doesn't stop me, though, right? Yeah, and you, and you said you, you kind of go through the same thing, I've right? I've done it a million times. I've broken parallels. So I understand when I see you get frustrated, yeah. I understand how it is to be frustrated because I've gone through the whole thing where, yeah. oh, man, I can't get this. My balance is off today. It just doesn't feel like, you know, Yeah. I want to be better. It's yeah. always that, oh, I want to be better. I want to be better. But I definitely do think if you hang around the right people, it will stick to you. 100%. And that's so big, bro. And that's why, like, I've always told people, too, like, you, you have to do whatever it takes to get around the right people, you know? Like, I got to hang out with you, with the guys from Thin X, and, you know, being in that environment alone, it's like, fuck, I need to step up. 
Because, you know, in that environment, I'm by far the worst one when it comes to the calisthenics. And all of them have been doing it for years and they're good. But I don't look at it from, oh, I suck it. Damn, I got I to gotta step yeah. up. So you use it as fuel, exactly. not a way to feel bad. Because, exactly. like, a question I'll get from people, and I want to throw this to you, is when the, the day comes where you want to break the parallettes and you're mad, they'll ask you, like, what allows you to keep going? Because most people quit then. Yeah, it's true. Most people do quit because they get frustrated and they don't want to wait all the time to be able to do it. They think it's like instant, but it's not. It takes years, a lot of time, sometimes even injury, pain. You have to go through it all to be able to do what you want to do. And that's with everything in life. It's not just working out. Like with business, yeah. you need to go through a lot of L's and a lot of lessons and a lot of things to be able to get to the top. So that's what it is. It's just being resilient. 100%. Just so you guys know, we've been working together for like a year and a half or a little bit more. And I'm like, like if there's a chart from one to 10, one being you're a stone cold rookie and 10, like you can do uh, Iron Cross and full planche and all that. I'm probably like at a two or a three and it's been a fucking year and a half just so you guys know, right? And that's what working three times a week, times you know, a, a couple week. times I'll travel yes. or we'll have to move the day. Like I added the weighted stuff, like I do extra stuff. I'm hitting them up like, hey, how can I make my shoulders a little bit stronger, yeah. the anterior delt? How can I make the serratus stronger, right? And even he's like, fuck, you'll message me on the stories like, fucking rest, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? But like, like that level of dedication. And again, in my mind, it's like, shit, like I want to be farther ahead, but it's been a year and a half. So I can't look at him who's been in the game seven, eight years and be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get there in one sixth of the time. It's just not going to happen, bro. And I think a lot of you brought it up. People are impatient, right? Very impatient. Would, would you say that social media causes that? Like, why is... Is it social media? Like, what is causing people to be so fucking desperate? Like, for them to ask you a dumbass question, like, how can I do a how full planche in 30 days? I guess it is social media because people see everyone doing all these crazy things and then you want to kind of compare yourself to that and expect yourself to be able to do that off rip. Because maybe you have worked out and you think you're so much strong and then you see this stuff, you're like, oh, I'm strong, so I should be able to do this. Yeah. But it's different. It's, it takes a lot more than just strength. It's coordination, balance, um, body awareness it's a lot it, a lot goes into it so it can get frustrating but you just have to keep going at it what would you say is the hardest thing about the street workout calisthenics stuff if hardest you were to say I, I mean you can give a couple but like if you were like in your mind like what's to in your mind the hardest thing about it is it the strength you need is it like you know mind muscle connection is it flexibility like what would you say is the toughest thing about it i think it's the dedication to keep going because within a year or two years you'll see some progress and then the stronger you get, the slower it takes. And it takes a lot of time. And then yes, like being able to be mobile, that also takes time. And having to go through, sometimes you maybe go through injuries, pains, and yep. that's a part of the game. And that will either make you or break you. Cause you could go through an injury and never think you'll be able to do it again, but you can. But you just have to go through with it. Like being resilient. Yeah, and, and the toughest thing for me is like, when you, when you come from doing weights and something else, like that's linear. Right. Like this week I did 135. I can do more reps. I just add another yeah. plate and then, oh, I can do a little bit more. Like it's so linear with calisthenics. Like one week I feel stronger than the next week. It's like, OK, well, he's like, well, yeah, your form's better now. So when you go down, it's going to be tougher because now you're activating the right muscles, yeah. not the wrong muscles. But you're like, what the fuck? I got stronger, though. Right. Yeah. But that strength allowed you to properly execute the yeah. form on the way down so now instead of like involving your chest it's only your shoulders yes. on like the handstand push-up because you're staying hollow body exactly. where before you would open right and, and that that to me is the toughest part is 
to be able to successfully and properly execute a move, it's like fucking 20 steps, bro. Yeah. It's like first I got to balance the handstand, (laughs) right? Then I got to be able to like be able to shift a little bit and control it. Then it's okay. Now we need to start working the eccentric part. But in the beginning, you're not strong enough to stay hollow. You start, you know, retracting, right? And now you start using your chest and you're not hollow body and only using your anterior deltoid. But people don't realize that that's a tough muscle to hold all your body yes. weight with. I would have to hold <laughs> a, almost 200 fucking pounds here. So for those of you who, who, I mean, if you're listening to the audio, right, you've seen people do the military press, right, where you press the barbell above your head. Well, most people go wide, right? Yes. Their chest is open. And elbows flare yeah, out. Yeah, elbows flare it out. When you do a handstand push-up, you never exceed with your elbows 45 degrees. Yeah. So imagine having to close your form, bring your elbows in, right? Hollow your body, meaning you create like a turtle shell instead of opening to use your chest and then pressing your whole body weight while not breaking form, yeah. activating the serratus muscle. Balancing with your balancing, hands. Balancing, not cheating and using your yeah. legs, right? Because, you know, in the Olympic lifts, it doesn't matter, right? And then you also have to have your legs lean back so they don't stay right on top of your head because yeah. if that happens, then you flare your elbows out. Yeah, yeah exactly. So many... The balance, right? And like I would tell him, if we do a handstand push-up, if I don't lose my balance, it's easy. The moment I lose my balance even slightly, the strength requirement doubles. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, and then it goes from an easy movement to, oh, I can't push yeah. anymore, right? And then that's when the frustration kicks in. But there's so many pieces to the puzzle that, again, if, if you're coming in impatient, I mean, it's, it's game over, right? And uh, like back, if you can remember when you were getting really frustrated, was it the people around you that helped you kind of push through that? Or was it just your fucking stubbornness? I think it was mostly my stubbornness because of skateboarding. When I was skateboarding, I used to just jump downstairs and I'd fall and fall and fall and fall until I would get it. I'd be bleeding through my pants and everything and I would still try until I eventually got it. So I guess that carried over. I always say that I think skateboarding is what helped me continue with um, calisthenics. Would you say you're like really competitive? Um, if I, yes, if I'm in a competition, for sure, no one's trying to lose. Yeah. But when I'm with my homies, I like to push each other. But of course, like I think it brings out a competitiveness in you when you're with your friends. You're like, oh, shit, he did that really good. So now yeah. I got to do it good, too. Like, damn, he full-flanched. I yeah, now I got to full-flanch, yeah? too. Yeah. Things like that. And I'm pretty sure when you see me do stuff, you're like, shit, I want to get there, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, bro. And that's like the, the marker for me because he's so much more advanced. You know, I look at it like, fuck, man, like some of the stuff that I struggle with, he makes look so easy, like the front lever progressions that we're doing. You know, when you have your knees in for him, that's like he can do it one arm with me. I actually have to think and really try, you know, and with him, it's like he could just be talking to me and like get up and do it and keep talking to me in a normal conversation and then get off. I'm like, fuck, I would have to shut up and focus, you know, but for him, it's easy, but he's been doing it for years. So you competed, right? Yes. In the calisthenics, like how many competitions did you do? Damn, I've done a decent amount of competitions. I've done the Nationals. I've done a World Cup. I've done um, the Miami Beach ones a few times. May, I'd say maybe like 10 times. I've, got, I've competed in New York as well. I've got, I think like four or five first places. Damn. I've got... Um, Notice how we up. said it all. Like, oh, I got four or five first. <laughs> like, <I didn't> shit. <laughs> That's um, funny. I got some records for muscle-up, too, 20 strict muscle-ups on um, Miami Beach. I think I've won Miami Beach um, pull-up jam like twice or three times. Um, Yeah, I've had a decent amount of competition. I haven't competed since 2018, though. Now I'm more worried about myself, training, you know, building myself up. Competitions are fun, though. They really are fun. They're dope, It pushes you because you're not always going to be the best. 
And it's also about being strategic with stuff. If it's freestyle, you have to know, like, you got to throw a certain amount of uh, freestyle movements, which is dynamics. You get flips, spins, things where you let go of the bar statics, which is holding positions like a front lever, full plant, human yeah. flag, and things like that. So you have to mm -hmm. be strategic where you don't get too tired and you can still do statics after doing a whole bunch of flips and stuff. So it's, it's a very um, hard, hard um, game. Absolutely, bro. So I kind of want to take a step back right now. So even in your name, it's SW, which is street workout. Yeah. Can you like describe to the people exactly what street workout is for somebody who like doesn't know? Okay, so street workout is more the sport aspect. Calisthenics is the workout. Like anything could be really calisthenics as long as it's body weight training. So jogging, sprinting, jumping, um, body weight lunges, um, regular pull-ups, push-ups, ab routines, all that is calisthenics. Street workout is when they took all the body weight workouts and they just made them more advanced. It's very similar to gymnastics, which they use the static movements like planches, front levers, maltises, except we don't do as much um, tumbling and their rules are a bit different. So for us, it's like our competitions are, we have a few rounds, it's static, dynamic, and um, creativeness, creativeness and combinations. So you have a, like a minute or two in each round to be able to throw as much dynamics as you can and statics. So you have to be um, very smart with that because you could get easily tired from throwing too much dynamics and statics. So street workout is the hard part. That's like all the freestyle, all the flashy yeah. stuff. Right. Calisthenics is the workout part. And then from a technical aspect, it's broken down basically into push versus pull exercises, right? Yeah, there's push and pull exercises. Pull would be front lever, one-arm pull-ups, muscle-ups, hefestos. Pushing would be planche, um, handstands, handstand push-ups. Else, I would say that's a, more of a pushing exercise as well. Mana, visas. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. And I got, um, I forget the name of it, but a book, like a super thick book from a dude that he talks about like gymnastics and like the, how it like makes the perfect body and how it oh, bulletproofs yeah. your body. And can you talk about that a little bit, bro? Because I can tell you from experience that now, dude, like this is the best I've ever felt in regards to like joint integrity, uh, aesthetically, how the muscle looks, how I feel. Um, I have strength and range of motion. I have like, I can balance on my hands for like 30 seconds or a minute. Like, can you talk about that a little bit? Because you have more experience with it. Like, it, it, it's incredible what I felt in such a short amount of time. So calisthenics could either make you or break you. If you train <laughs> it correctly, yes, your joints will be really strong, but they, you could also be hurt. And that's with ego lifting. Like, yeah. That's with everything. If you do that with weights or if you right. do that with calisthenics. If you don't train correctly and you don't rest and you just do things with bad form, you're bound to get hurt. But if you do it correctly, you have strong elbows, you got good shoulders. There's a lot of stability that comes into doing all these balanced movements. In handstands, you balance a lot with your fingers. So that helps your forearm muscles. It's so much that goes into it that... It's great. It keeps your body stable. It keeps you tight, your core tight. And every movement that you do, your core is in it. Yep. Everything. Like Believe that. me, ladies and gentlemen, I know. Because <laughs> I tell him every fucking day, my core is killing me, dude. Yes. And in places that, like, you never thought. Because, bro, like, I've been, like, it's never my actual ab muscles that are sore. It's a transverse it's abdominus. Like inside. It's, it's a little sheet, like, around your spine, bro. Yes. Like, everything. Like, my lower back from doing, like, the pseudo plant stuff. Like, so I guess the question would be, like, is there... A muscle that's not worked if you do all of calisthenics like push pull and all that stuff or no the only thing that would mi you'd be missing a little bit is your legs 
because yeah. you're not lifting anything off of it. They yeah. they are in there. They are tight. Your glutes are used to hold yeah. a lot of these movements, like front levers and full planches. But it's really a full body workout, to be honest. Like holding an LSAT, you still do somewhat feel it in your quads. All that mm -hmm. helps. It, it also helps your regular life. Like yeah. having a good core, being able to just stay tight, you know, it makes you feel good. You wake up in the morning, you're just like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. And you even shared with me recently, like he went to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and like they couldn't like move <laughs> your arm, right? Can you yeah, tell my, us about my that? my arms are too like tight. Yeah. I could just squeeze really tight and they're like, they're trying to arm bar me, couldn't get me out. But I mean, they caught me in a few times, but one thing I can say is that from planching and doing so much straight arm work, my elbows are pretty strong, so it could handle it, but I wouldn't recommend trying <laughs> not to tap. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think it's a it's a good workout because it helps everything. Like it'll make you strong overall. Like in places that weightlifting won't. Absolutely right, because I mean you promote everything while you're doing it. Like so. You know, let's say we put on mass traditionally with bodybuilding, well, you lose your flexibility, you lose your range of motion. With this, you can't. Yeah, you can't hard. do a handstand push-up with limited mobility. It's impossible, right? You can't do a proper, uh, properly aligned handstand with limited no. mobility because then you can't push your shoulders out through your scap. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, again, we build strength through range of motion in isometric positions. I mean, it, it, and simultaneously, you're moving your own weight. So where I think weights can beat you up more with like moving the yes. weight and something externally you're moving your own body weight so assuming you're not trying to do full planche day one yeah. right where you get hurt and you know we're reasonable progressively you progressively overload and, yes, and you know exactly. you, you you do better so and I, what i love most about it and i want to ask this question to you dude bro i always hated lifting weights <laughs> like you know what i mean like i would do it because it was functional yeah. i knew hey if i get stronger in my squat i do some plyometrics i'm going to be more explosive i'm going to jump higher because for me it was lower body right dunking sprinting like playing basketball but dude calisthenics is fucking fun yeah it is it is like, you can do, like so do you much. still have you, like a lot of fun with yeah it? of course every day yeah. every time I, that's why i do it so much i wake up in the morning and i just want to do it it feels good like knowing that you can progress in it and do even more things and have even more control over your body like weightlifting is i like i enjoy weightlifting i like lifting heavy but it's not the same when you're using your body and you could put yourself in a position hold it for a very long time or you could just move around and do crazy movements it just feels good you have so much control over your body like it just makes your regular life so much better easier like you could fall and you could just catch yourself in a push-up and it's like yeah i'm just strong enough to do it now like yeah yeah just i feel like you're bulletproof i know dude <laughs> you bulletproof your body you could do like a dragon flag off the edge of a cliff you know and like you're strong right exactly. or yeah even that like let's say i fall i need to pull myself up well muscle up is yeah exactly. you have the power it's easy exactly. right so like for you right now um at the advanced level that you're at like what are some of the goals that you're working on now like uh, moves that you want to unlock do you want to compete again like you know what's the future look like so if i were to compete again which I might just for the hell of it, I would love to compete just to get that energy in me and being around people that are better than me, yeah. which will push me to the next level. Um, I want a really strong full planche. I could somewhat do it two, three seconds. It's not how I would like it to be because you know we reach for the stars out here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like a Maltese, a decent amount of front lever pull-ups and clean back lever hefesto. Those are like my main goals right now. Yeah. That, that and I'll probably start competing again. Maybe do a little more freestyling and I'll probably compete again. 
for fun. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Because, I mean, the competitions are insane. You guys have seen them. Like, I see clips online. I'm like, Jesus, bro. Like, yeah, some of these dudes. Flipping, turning, holding a full planche, coming down. Like, they'll jump between one bar to the next. And, like, it's, it's just insane what they do. And it almost reminds me of, like, gymnastics when they get on those the one yeah. higher and lower bar the and they uneven flip. uneven bars, yeah. yeah. Uneven bars. There yes. we go. It's, it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, do you know why? I mean, obviously, no, in gymnastics, it's straight arm, right? Is there yes. a reason that Street Workout incorporated both? Do you know? I guess we have more freedom. Yeah. Because they call it freestyle. Yeah. Because you could do whatever you want. In gymnastics, back in the days, I know they did do one arm handstands and um, certain things, but I do not think they do that anymore. Gymnastics, mm. they don't do one arm pull ups in their competitions. They don't do hefestos, which yeah. is a reverse muscle up behind your back. Um, they don't do front lever pull ups. Yeah. They barely do front levers in gymnastics. Yeah. I think they use it for training, but not as much. A planche is. Um, scored higher than it so they probably don't use it for that reason hmm. so it's just different it's a little different but it's very similar hmm. it's like the same but not okay so just so people have an idea right what would you say is like the pinnacle of street workout like what type of moves would it be like victorian right and then i guess you know for the people who watch the video maybe we'll put up some images just so you know what the the things are when we edit this but like what would you say like okay baseline like okay push-ups Pull-ups, dips, right? You want to be able to do, let's say, 10 of each, the, right? Yeah, the basic foundation. That's yeah. like level one, okay. L-sits um, as well. L-sits as well, right? What would be like level two where it's like, okay, this person's now graduating towards being intermediate. What, what would you okay. say? A muscle-up, a handstand hold, strong L-sit, um, and somewhere around the, an advanced tuck front lever and getting close to a back lever. That's more intermediate. Okay. Okay, so say it's like step two. Like, let, let, let's try to take it to like five or six, right? Where six, five or six will be like, you're a god, right? <laughs> okay, so we had the beginning one, the second one, okay, you're advancing. Okay, now we can say, okay, bona fide intermediate. Now they, they're not new, they can do the muscle up, and that's like, what would be the next notch after that or like level? Again, you're just generalizing like a more, here. Like a more advanced intermediate person. Getting more like advanced, okay. yeah. I would say by that point, you could probably do a decent front lever hold, maybe a handstand push-up, handstand press. Um, back levers, you can do um, a decent amount of strict muscle ups, things like that. And then on top of that would be like 90 degrees and yeah. then probably straddle planche. Now, would you say the 90 degree and straddle planche is that next notch or would you say it's part of that third notch? I think that's the, that's the next notch. It's like a 90 okay. degree and a straddle planche hold. So that would be like the fourth, like right below, like the top. Yeah. And then the top would be like full planche, Victorian. Yeah, full planche, front lever. Now you're just messing around doing front lever pull-ups. Front up. lever pull-ups, one-arm yeah. pull-ups, hefestos, probably one-arm handstands. Planche is probably the thing that everyone wants, though. Yeah. That's like the... That advanced yeah. top, everyone wants a, a, a full planche. So just to give people an idea, to go from like level one to even two <laughs> for the average person, how long do you think that would take them? It's a tough one to generalize because... Let's just say in general, right? Like let's say the baseline of strength is not, they're not a top athlete, right? Because I'm, you know, you hang around probably a lot of top athletes who probably did it in a year, year and yeah, a half, yeah, yeah. right? But the average person is probably going to take twice as long or I don't know what you think. So the average person, let's say they come to you, they can't even hold themselves up on a bar. Oh my God. They can't even do a pull up. And they're like, okay, I want to be able to do a muscle up. Like realistically for them, if they're like average, how long like do you they, think it would take them if they were dedicated? They can't do many pull-ups, they can't do many pull-ups. If they were dedicated, let's say they're like, okay, they're genetically not that good, but they're dedicated and they'll work out with you three times a week, let's say. They'll eat what you tell them to eat and they'll listen to you. Even if they're not gifted, how long do you think it would take them realistically? If they have zero, zero pull-ups, maybe two years to get a muscle-up, something like that. Yeah. 
And, and pause for a second, y'all. Two years of consistently working out, just so you know. Because you, like, oh. you need a decent amount of pull-ups, yeah. core strength. There's a lot that goes into that stuff. We make it look easy by training a lot, but it takes a lot of time. A muscle-up isn't easy. Being able to do 10 pull-ups isn't easy. Yeah. I think people underestimate pull-ups because everyone thinks it's supposed to be an easy exercise, but it's not. Yeah. There's not many people that can do 10 pull-ups, so I respect it. Like, five, 10 pull-ups, like, that's really good. Yeah. So for muscle-up, you would want, like, 12, 13 decent pull-ups, and that takes some time. 100%. And just so people have reference, right, I still struggle to do a strict muscle-up, and I can weighted pull-up more than half my weight now. Yeah. More than half my weight. I can weight to pull-up 100 pounds or more, and I still can't really do a strict muscle-up, or I do if I feel good and it's one of those days where I'm feeling fresh and light, Right. Just so you understand, we've been working out a year and a half. And but even you, I tell him, like, what the fuck? Like, I should be, in my mind, I should be fucking flying by now, you know? But Brian's I mean? an overachiever. He wants, like, a strict, strict muscle-up that's, like, hard. That yeah, takes yeah, time. Yeah. He can muscle-up, but he wants the strict one, the real, real deal. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. But it does take a lot of time. It's, it's patience. That's why I say that. That's, that's the toughest part, being patient. Because you think, oh, I should have already got this. Yeah. But. Compared to who, though? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's on you. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to keep training and keep going. If you keep thinking that way, you're just going to beat yourself up and maybe quit. Absolutely. And, okay, so that was just to get the person to slightly intermediate. How about that next one where it's like, okay, now they're doing, you know, uh, advanced tuck and some of that stuff. Like, is that like so another year? Like, probably after that year, they'll start being able to unlock more things because once you understand your body a little bit better, yeah. things get faster. And then after you start taking a little longer to progress, because you start getting stronger, the stronger you get, the longer it takes to get even more stronger. I know this from experience now. Yeah, it takes, <laughs> it, it takes some time. Once you get really yeah. strong, it, it's harder to build up strength. Like You could get used to doing 45-plate pull-ups and then going up an extra 10 pounds, an extra 20 pounds, an extra 40 it's pounds. Tough. It takes some time. It, it takes a lot of time. It's a, it's a, a long game. Like you have to play the long game for this. 100%. And then, obviously, for somebody to go from nothing to, okay, I can full planche, full front lever is probably going to be, what, at least four, five, six years for most people? If they're super, super dedicated and they're training their full planche and front lever, probably like four years. Full planche and front lever, four or five years. They're super, super dedicated. Now, in my mind, that's not even that long, right? Now, I know to the average person yeah. it is. It's not that fucking long, bro. You could be 20 and then by 25... You're a god in quotes, right? Or yeah. like you're doing advanced stuff. That's not that long, right? When you look at this stuff, dude, it is like they make it look easy. It is fucking hard, bro. <laughs> it's hard. Even holding a tuck planche is fucking hard with proper form. Yeah, right? it, like, is, it is. Because it's so meticulous and it's all about. And that's really one thing that I love about calisthenics is like, and people do it lovingly. They'll make sure that your form is correct. Like if your muscle up is sloppy, they'll say, come on, bro. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like not in a hateful way, but like. They want to better to make you better. Clean up the form. They want to make you better. And I like that because that tells me you guys hold yourself to like a high standard. Exactly. Right? And would you say that's like kind of, because the community, at least to me from the outside, seems like you guys are pretty tight knit and you hold each other to a high standard. Exactly. Would you say that's true? Yeah, yeah. So you've hung with me, um, Jibo, Zay, and we always hold each other accountable for everything. If we feel like our friend didn't do too well, we'll tell him straight up like, oh, um, you could have done this better, but that was nice. Yeah, like yeah. we still, you know, we still yeah, show yeah. love, but we let each other know that yeah. there's always something that we could get better, which is why it's good to hang around people that are great because they'll just make you better. Absolutely, bro. 100%, man. 
And I love that, bro, because that, that was my mentality getting in. Yeah, you know, you want fast results or faster results, but I knew, okay, when I came in and I hit you up, because I, I DM'd you, right? Like, I just, yeah, yeah, I DM'd yeah. Him, right? I remember I got it in my request, and he was like, yo, do you train on calisthenics? And I was like, yeah, man. And then we've been training ever since. And honestly, it was it's great because um, he's, he's become a great friend to me. Brian has motivated me for a lot of things for real. Now, you told me something that cracked me up. You thought eventually, like most people, I was going to quit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yo, most people do. But, you, yo, you've been going at it hard and you've made so much progress. And that's why you've made the progress because yeah. you're dedicated. Because, yeah, I could tell you what to do and I could teach you how to do it. But it's up to you if right. you're going to do it and if you're going to stick with it. And now one thing we brought up earlier that I want to add to what he just said is it's a lifestyle, dude. I'm, I'm attempting to further optimize my nutrition, making sure I'm doing like ice baths. Like even today after we worked out, he sees me stretching, right? Like, hey, how can I like the, everything revolves around that thing, right? Yeah. So, hey, um, you know, somebody invites me out. I'm not going to drink because <laughs> I know it's going to affect my calisthenics, right? That's real life. Th th that's the way you got to you got to move, bro. Like, I at least consider it. Like, let's say you decide to drink. You're like, okay, I'll have one beer, but I'm not going to go over the top because, yo, I got to be sharp. I'm working out tomorrow. Or I don't want it to mess up my workout or my sleep for the next day because yeah. I had to be up super early this morning to take somebody to the airport and it fucked with my sleep. And when we were working out, I was like, dude, I'm fatiguing faster. Yeah. And so he knows. Yep, yep. You know? And, and it's just one of those things, but everything affects it, right? Yeah, everything, everything. especially when it becomes your lifestyle. Because yeah. if it wasn't, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But it becomes a lifestyle. So I've been out many times with girls or just friends, and they're like, oh, drink, drink, let's take these shots. I'm like, honestly, I don't want to because I know tomorrow I want to train hard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I rested a day or two, and I purposely did that so tomorrow I could go hard. And if yeah. I drink, I'm not going to feel as strong. Yeah. I'll be strong, but not where I would like to be for that day because I want to actually train hard. So anything could alter your your um your performance so we take that very seriously it's like a professional athlete a professional athlete can't be messing around and you know drinking the night before a competition or he knows something very important is coming up he can't be messing around you gotta eat right sleep right and rest it's important man even like a little deviation from that can really mess you up a um, question i get bro a lot is um and i'll kind of present it to you this way what would separate somebody from like whether it's online or in person hitting you up for you to help them and coach them versus them just doing it on their own what would you say is like the difference or what would you recommend for each person and like what scenario would you say hey come to me and i can help you train versus just go on your own so i mean i was self-taught it did take me a little longer because i didn't know much i was just doing things i was just trying to kick up into a handstand i didn't know what i was doing but the good thing about training with someone that has already been through through it all, they can like steer you away from injuries, steer you away from like exercises that probably won't give you much progress. Because there's a lot of small progressions between everything that can help. And if you just try to skip steps, it's going to take a lot longer. You might have yeah. to go back and fix something. So it's better to go with someone that already knows what they're doing step by step, listen to them. And that way you will build a great foundation and you have good form and just... If you see someone doing the right skill and they know how to teach, just go with them. Yeah, why waste time? You know, that's what I say. And that's applicable to even outside of calisthenics, right? I mean, it's for everything. I tell people, if you're going to get into entrepreneurship or real estate or sales or whatever, why try to figure it out on your own, right? You're just going to go through a lot more pain and suffering 
I didn't do that. I signed up for coaching right away because I was like, fuck, I don't want to sit here and be broke for six years. You know what I mean? I want to, if possible, do it quicker, but learn faster. Right? Exactly. But you I, don't want to go through that pain and suffering. Yeah. Like, dude, I can't imagine where I'd be now in calisthenics had I not started working out with him. I probably would like would be at half of the progress that I am now. If that, I might have stopped. Like, fuck this shit. It's too hard. I remember going to the gym and even trying a full tuck front lever. I was like, fuck, this shit's hard. <laughs> I was like, I looked at that. I was like, man, shit, I'm strong as fuck. That's easy. And I was like, oh, my God. After like six seconds, I was like, shit. Yeah, Arms are shaking, right? But even with him, he's like, hey. You know, turn, turn, you know, the hands in, right? Get the biceps to face each other. Lock your elbows. Like, all those little tweaks that I never noticed. Or when you're in the pain of the moment, you don't notice it. So you even hear them in the videos. Lock your elbows. Lock your yeah, elbows. Yeah. But when you're holding the weight of the world, it's hard. <laughs> but at least it's like, okay, lock. Then we locked. It's like, okay, now I'm feeling it more in the rear delt when we do the front lever. Okay, now we have to strengthen the rear delt, right? And he said all the little progressions. But if he's not there to help you with that, you know, then you hit a wall. Or you just don't know what to do. Or you're stuck. You plateau, right? Exactly. And you and you don't get past it, right? So either you choose to learn from your own mistakes or you learn from someone else's mistakes that already went through them. And I was I could show you exactly what to do and I could see what's missing. Like there's always little things that you could see in your body, whether your arms aren't locked, your scapula is retracted instead of being elevated. Because in a handstand you should be elevated, pushing to the pushing as far away from your body as possible. There's a lot of little things that can be switched around that helps a lot with progress and just overall not getting injured which is the most important part you don't want to go through injuries because then that will delay your progress by a lot yeah those setbacks man and i remember like you know i went through the typical stuff like being sore joints you know being sore oh, certain yeah, tendons accustomed to that the tendons the joints, yeah the but then you know being smart right doing the cold therapy stretching okay today you know let's take today off and work out the next day just to give myself a little bit more rest so on and so forth. Um, do you plan on ever opening up your own studio at some point? I would love to actually. Why not? Teaching is a good is a good thing to do. I I actually have a passion to teach. Like I like seeing people progress. It makes me feel like I'm reliving those moments when I unlock those moves. So like for example, when I see Brian doing something new, when he got his first handstand, I was like, yeah, I know how that felt. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know you feel good right now. Like, when yeah. he got his first muscle up, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I know that <laughs> That right there, that's an accomplishment. Those are, like, little milestones. Yeah. That you're just like, yeah, that, that feels good. So it feels good to see people um, progress. Oh, yeah. So um, if somebody is listening to this, bro, and they want to hit you up, talk about training, uh, how do you want them to contact you? Instagram, YouTube? Through my Instagram. My Instagram is paz underscore sw. Through my Instagram, you can DM me, and um, we can talk. Let me know what your goals are, what you would want to do, what you need help in. If there's something that you're, you've are you been training for a long time and you feel like you haven't been making any progress, maybe I could take a look at a video or something and I give some tips. Or There's always something. Definitely help. Yeah, hit him up if you're serious. Yeah, don't, if you're serious. Cause, don't bullshit the man. Yeah, a lot of people play around. They're not serious. I need... If you're gonna train with me, you gotta be dedicated, like my boy right here. He's been yeah. going at it. Yeah, we've been going hard. And man. that's why you see his progress. He doesn't play any games when it comes to it. Give us another year. Oh, what's gonna be, gonna be blowing crazy. shit up? Cool. All right, bro. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank um, you so much. For you know, we're definitely gonna do some more interviews here in person, but uh, you guys see. I mean, you've been following me. I've been posting the stories. I've been sharing his stuff. I've been making a lot of progress when it comes to calisthenics, and it's been fun, man. It's really been fun. And the results are, are kind of addicting once you start getting them, right? And I know he can relate to that, right? It's super fun. But thanks for coming on, bro. I really appreciate it. 
and uh, maybe we'll get you on for another interview soon. Yeah, let's do it. I appreciate you for this opportunity, bro. It's always love, man. Hell yeah, man. See you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Yeah.